Welcome to Macintosh and Mod Haven't Seen What, the podcast where we make each other watch movies we should have already seen. I'm Diana. And I'm David. And this week we're going to talk about some new Christmas movies that are streaming on a variety of services, mostly Netflix. <laughs> but first, we're going to start with the new streaming service, Disney Plus. Yeah, we caved. We just, we, we caved. Two days. It took us two whole days. It t- two whole days. I held out for two days before I said, yeah, this is happening. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I got, I got the good deal. I got to save like the 30%. Like I paid for the year up front and it's just like, yeah. I I have my qualms with Disney, but I gotta say their streaming channel is pretty great. There's some features that need to exist that don't currently. Yeah, obviously. Um, There's just so much good content on there. Yeah, it's a lot. So we saw Noelle. Santa's daughter finds herself having to take over the family business. It's Anna Kendrick. So that was already going to be a slam dunk. She actually doesn't really sing in this one, which was surprising, but also lovely. It's very good. It is just so cute and happy and makes me, like, just warms my heart. It really does. So I didn't realize this. Mark Lawrence is the guy who directed this. Okay. He also wrote Miss Congeniality, Two Weeks Notice, and Music and Lyrics. Oh, I really like all those movies. Like, yeah. Those are, those are three that I really, really love. This is a guy who knows how to write a good comedy. And those are romantic comedies, and this one, it's not. There's not a romantic element to the film, and I really appreciated that. I kept waiting for it. I did too. It I didn't was happen. I was expecting it, but it's not there, and I like that. It's just about the magic of Christmas. Yeah. All right. Next, we watch the sequel to The Christmas Prince. We're a little bit behind. We should have watched this one last year, but we watched it this year instead. The Christmas Prince, The Royal Wedding. A year after helping Richard get to the throne, Amber is about to become his wife. But is she really made to be queen? This movie. It's so fucking long. Like, we were 26 minutes in and we had to pause. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? We are only 26 minutes into this film and we have an hour and a half to go. I want to die. So number one, I remember us watching the first one. Mm-hmm. It was this draggy in the middle. It, it was the same experience. It was, but it was new. We were giggling our way through it because I had never really watched movies like this. And I, I had seen the Hallmark movie. So this was just, this is all tropey crap, very expected. And, and The Christmas Prince is what caused Netflix to double down on all of these romantic films and oh, all of this Christmas shit. They are fighting Hallmark tooth and nail now for who's going to put out the most. And I'm f- totally here for it. I really <laughs> am. This movie blows. It's wacky. All the shit they're trying to do in this movie. Mm-hmm. We we've seen this several times with Netflix now of like, how did you pack in this much story in the first 30 fucking minutes of a movie? Mm-hmm. That's so much. Which I will say, I would rather have than nothing happen in the first 30 minutes. Like, I, I have a feeling I could watch a Hallmark movie and be like, nothing has happened. Why am I watching this? Mm-hmm. So I will appreciate that, but I'm like, y'all did enough to tell like a full six season miniseries in this one goddamn movie. Yeah, this story would have been better told in like three one hour miniseries style specials than in like one two hour movie. We just take hard left turn after hard left turn. And also there's like no attempt at humor, which is a problem because a lot of these movies, you have to have some of that levity. With all like the sad times at Christmas, like you, you, you need it, and it's not in this movie at all. You need it, and you need to wink at the camera. 
A little bit. You really do. And that's that's the one thing this movie fails at. It takes itself way too seriously, especially in the social commentary it tries to get to. We did watch The Night Before Christmas. A medieval English knight is magically transported to the present day where he falls for a high school science teacher who is disillusioned by love. Okay. This one has a lot of the same problems that the Christmas Prince has, and that it's too long, and they're trying to do too much. But this one is actually funny. Uh huh. In this film, they make jokes about the other films, like, "Oh, this is the ornament you got when you were in Andalvia, which is the the fictional kingdom and the Christmas Prince." So that's funny. They're building a world. There are some actors that have been in some of the other Christmas movies that are happening. So that's fine. They're watching Christmas movies that are Netflix movies on television. And so that's funny. And like, of course, this is, you know, a a knight from the 14th century, you know, gets transported to modern days and, and that's fine and whatever. And Vanessa Hudgens is adorable in it. Vanessa Hudgens is fantastic. I can enjoy these movies on their own terms, or I can also enjoy these movies with a little wink and a nod being like, yes, we know we're silly, but have fun. And like Hallmark movies are fucking commercials for Hallmark products. <laughs> Shut up, our whole tree is Hallmark keepsake <laughs> ornaments. I'm just saying. I'm going on 37 years with mine. <laughs> I appreciate Netflix going, we want to do this, but we're taking a different lane creatively. And I like that because there's room for both. Totally. There's room for like, a totally earnest, ridiculous Christmas movie and a totally winking, ridiculous Christmas movie. Yeah. So this one is a lot of fun. It's still a little draggy, but it's fun. I I did a puzzle while I watched it, and it was very enjoyable. All right, next we decided that we were going to watch A Christmas Prince, The Royal Baby. It's Christmas time in Aldovia, and a royal baby is on the way. Amber and Richard host royals from a distant kingdom to renew a sacred truce, but when the treaty vanishes, peace is jeopardized and an ancient curse threatens their family. This is the least stupid of all three. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, the second one is absolutely horrible. I hate the royal engagement. Well, it's a hot mess. It is a hot they're, mess. They're, they're throwing in all these crazy political messages. Yeah, this one had political messages too, but it was a lot more concise. It's still stupid as hell. On its face, it's real problematic because we have an Asian Christmas kingdom. But as we get to know them, that problematic stuff fades pretty quickly. And like what they could, they could have gone down a real bad rabbit hole with it, but they didn't. It's stupid. And I didn't love it, but this was more enjoyable than the royal engagement. So (laughs) whatever. And like this movie is just one of those where it's like, oh, this is going to happen. Oh, this is going to happen. And like we kept calling it. So that was kind of enjoyable. There's a baby curse. Yeah. The baby curse was pretty awesome. It is. But I was like that. Yeah. But we don't want to spoil too much of it. It's if you've watched the other two, just go ahead and watch this one because it is a little bit more fun. Next, we watched Let It Snow. In a small town on Christmas Eve, a snowstorm brings together a group of young people. Yeah, so this one features Kiernan Shipka from Mad Men and The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Pray Satan. Yeah, pray Satan. This movie is really dumb as well, but it has better characters, 
I keep comparing it to the last summer, which was hot, hot garbage. Yes. So you got all these different groups of kids, but they are actually connected and intertwined in a way that makes sense. And we do actually check in on all of them. So it's not like all stupid. It's just like, meh, who cares? They clearly had better source material to work from. I'd actually want to read this book because mm-hmm. I think I would find that more compelling and interesting. Yeah. One of our characters is super tropey, and unfortunately, it happens to be Kierden Shipka's character. Yeah, she is really tropey, but she's pretty good in it. She's fine. All the actors are doing a great job, and I think they're what give enough flavor to this movie Mm -hmm. for you not to get bored. You get Shameik Moore, who is Miles Morales. Like, that's kind of fun. Yeah, we get Isabella Moner, who is Dora, the explorer. So she was great in this, too. This feels like the ideal version of what, like, a Valentine's Day Gary Marshall movie was. Yeah, it's just, like, it could have used a little bit, like, more of a a point than it had. You need slightly better writers. Or punch-up. Yeah. But for a teen rom-com around Christmas time, I'm not going to complain. I enjoyed watching it. No, it was enjoyable. Uh, Joan Cusack is in it, and she's also kind of crazy and adorable. So that's good. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Oh, Jacob Batalone, too. Another oh, yeah. Marvel Universe star. Another Spider-Man dude. I know. Yeah, he's great. Like, it's it's not the best film, but if you're a fan of Kiernan Shipka, you should watch it. All right, last, we saw Holiday in the Wild. Jilted by her husband on the eve of embarking on an African safari, a woman travels to the continent alone, where she meets an elephant conservationist. <laughs> oh, man. I okay, this movie is not bad. No. It's really not bad. Except it's also really bad. It just keeps doing things that make us go, what? What is this movie? Like playing Rusted Root. Oh my god, that is the most on-the-nose moment I've ever seen in a movie. Because like we heard it and then we're just like well, yeah, this makes sense. Of course. Well, like, really? Yeah. You really put this song in this fucking movie? I honestly, I think if they hadn't done that, I wouldn't have enjoyed this movie as much because that got me ready to go hang out in Africa with elephants. It really did. It did. Like, that was the key to the movie. I don't think if we had that moment, I would have been like, fuck this movie. It's there's, so there's, weird. There is something magical and alchemical about this movie. Mm-hmm. Of having Rob Lowe and Kristen Davis. Who are both lovely together. They are. It's very try hard. Yeah. The What I hate about this movie is it could have been way more romancing the stone feeling. Because that would also set it up for like great little sequel adventures. Mm-hmm. Like now they've got to go work with this conservation group in South America for some other type of animal. Mm-hmm. And you could have like these little sort of Indiana Jones adventures. But... They play it really smarmy. Those are the moments where I was like, oh, you could have gone a way more fun direction with this. And you didn't. Mm -hmm. You just played it like really schmaltzy. And that was the most disappointing part about the movie. It it is a little bit, but... I enjoy enjoy this film. It's... (laughs) I I, I can't believe that at all. I think of all of the Christmas movies we've watched with the Noel is number one. It Noel is, like, is the new Christmas classic. It is second tier to Elf for me. Like it goes Elf, and then that movie is like just under it. It's very similar in tone without being the same movie. Yep. 
which is just and Anna Kendrick is a treasure. And then then this film of of all the Christmas films we watched this year, like I cannot fucking believe that's, that. That's my next favorite one. This movie's so terrible. But I yet I enjoyed it. <laughs> that is that is just a movie being bad doesn't keep me from like rating it well. And we didn't rate any of hey. these movies, but I would put this firmly in a in a 2.5. Oh, look, that's that's all you. This is a royal engagement definitely goes under this one for me but this is going to be near the bottom of my list let it snow and night before christmas are both going above this i know night before christmas has literally no stakes but he is adorable the sequence with him playing with alexa and binge watching stuff is pretty funny and vanessa hudgens is a treasure and i want to see every christmas movie with her in it because she's really great in that lane. Well, I guess I know what we're watching next year. Uh, a lot of it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this year. If you celebrate Christmas, I hope you have a wonderful holiday. If you celebrate Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or anything else or nothing at all, we hope you have a very good end of the year. Our next podcast is going to be our year in movie episode. Oh my gosh. It's probably my favorite episode we do every year. It's fun. That's where we go through all of the new films we saw in the theaters. And we give our, our top five, our bottom three for, for everything we've seen. And then we also touch on the movies we watch specifically for the podcast and like, what were the ones that we rated the highest? What did we rate the lowest? Did we give out too many twos this year? <laughs> uh, I like to yell at David for giving out too many of one number. And then also I get stingy with my stars. So, well, you yeah, know, so it'll be, it'll be, I, I, I like looking at that data. So it's always fun. All right. Well, until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.